Friday to you. We are back with another Friday Five episode here on the Agent Survival Guide podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Rupel, with our weekly list of five things you should know about. We've got topics that are a little all over the place for today's episode, so let's get into it. Number one, first and foremost, I want to make sure I mention the cross-selling boot camp that we've got going on next Tuesday here at Ritter. We are kicking the day off at 9 a.m. with a welcome reception and a special presentation from Reminder Media. Then we get into ancillary products, why they're important, and we will talk through specific products like long-term care, life insurance, and annuities. You'll hear from members of our More Than Medicare team, as well as some of our carrier partners who specialize in these ancillary products. And then our president and CEO, Craig Ritter, is also presenting. Like I said, We've got a great lineup, and we would love it if you would join us for a day of learning all about ancillary products and how you can really grow your business by adding these products into your portfolio. We will have the link to register in our notes, so be sure to check that out. Just a couple bits of info we need from you, and then you will be registered and good to go. Even if you've been toying with the idea of branching out to sell other products, this is a great event to dip your toes in the water and really learn about our more than Medicare ancillary offerings. Number two, Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell has doubled down on inflation, making new remarks on Monday this week. If last week's meeting notes gave any impression that Powell wasn't taking inflation seriously, the change in tone in Monday's message certainly did not. Powell was speaking at a conference when he said, quote, The labor market is very strong and inflation is much too high. There is an obvious need to move expeditiously to return the stance of monetary policy to a more neutral level, and then move to more restrictive levels if that is what is required to restore price stability, end quote. What struck me in the Reuters release on the comment was AIG's Constance Hunter christening the message as Powell's Buck Stops Here speech. Prior to last week's interest rate increase, there was speculation over the amount of that first increase, with some experts thinking it would be a half-point increase right out of the gate. Of course, we saw that was not true when we only got a quarter point last week. It sounds like Chair Powell is acknowledging those experts who want to see a more aggressive plan to rein inflation in. But it is a delicate dance to make sure the increases happen slowly enough that we don't slam right into a recession, but also quickly enough to stop inflation from escalating further. Number three, this Wednesday marked the 12-year anniversary of the Affordable Care Act. CMS celebrated by releasing a report on how far the program has come entitled The State of the ACA. Naturally, there are a couple of numbers that came along 
with the release of that report that I want to share here today. So currently, in 2022, there are 2.8 million more consumers taking advantage of tax credits through the ACA this year compared to 2021. And then as far as enrollment goes, 6 million new beneficiaries enrolled in ACA coverage during 2021's special enrollment period and this year's open enrollment period. In total, 14.5 million people got their coverage through the ACA marketplace. That's an increase of 21% compared to last year's enrollments, and it's also a record for the program. Another very cool number that the report attributes to the success behind the renewed ACA efforts The uninsured rate went down to 8.9% for the third quarter of 2021. It was 10.3% in the last quarter of 2020. Very exciting news. Always glad to see more individuals being able to get access to quality care. We will be linking to the press release and that full report in our notes. And if getting into the under 65 market is something you've been considering, we have an episode or two about that in our archives, so we will link to those in our notes as well. Number four, South by Southwest might be a festival more commonly associated with the arts. I know I tend to think movies and music when I hear about it, but there's also a tech side. And that tech side offered up a few trending takes on health technology. The first of which, sound for healing. So think music therapy, sound therapy. I feel like I can't get around the pun, but it sounds promising. There was talk about using sound therapy as a way to de-stress in a busy environment, like for healthcare workers who are absolutely maxed out right now, to give them a place where they can sort of recenter amidst a busy shift and a busy hospital environment. Wellness rooms in general are starting to pop up in more and more workplaces, not just in hospitals. One company, Spatial, can build customized rooms and experiences, and I would certainly be willing to give that a try kind of reminds me of some of the sound therapy spas that are out there. And, you know, at one point in time, sound therapy, that might have seemed a bit new age. But there's another tech item that caught my attention that is even more so, and that is holograms. But using these holograms as a means to represent yourself virtually in a doctor's office elsewhere. Proto, a tech healthcare startup, debuted Epic, a device that allows for interactive holographic communications. It's basically a box, kind of like what you see in sci-fi movies. There's a clear pane and everything. It's about big enough for a human being to go inside. And the box scans your likeness as you occupy it and then sends the imagery to a receiver that displays you in holographic form. Noah Rothstein, who is Proto's head of operation, said about Epic, quote, 
We're talking with companies that do biometric vitals that can be displayed on the screen. So someone can take their biometric vital information at home using the Proto-M in the house and have the doctor beam in or you can beam in to your doctor, end quote. Interesting use of that technology. I'm very excited to see where that goes in the future, if it stays in the healthcare realm or ends up in the communications field. Number five. On Tuesday night this week, the winners of the second annual Ambies were announced. It's an award show for podcasts held by the Podcast Academy. And just like all of those top podcast lists out there, this one can serve as a great place to find new podcasts to listen to. We've actually mentioned a few of the nominees and winners in past recommendation episodes like Earth Eclipsed, 70 Over 70, and Edith. There were a few that I am already following that I haven't listened to yet, like The Happiness Lab and The Imperfection. But then there were also quite a few that looked compelling enough that I had to look them up on Spotify and follow along. In no particular order, those podcasts were the Duolingo French podcast for their short series, The Rebel Thief, and Carcerum. Both of those were nominated for Best Original Score and Music Supervision. Then there were new-to-me fiction podcasts, Treat, Black Box, Tejana, and The Burned Photo, which that last one I have followed and unfollowed so many times, I have tried to start it multiple times, and I just haven't been able to get into it. Then last but not least, Aftershock is a fiction podcast that piqued my interest the most. It tells the story of an earthquake that destroys the West Coast and causes an island to rise up out of the Pacific Ocean. I have already made the dive into listening on that one, pun intended. So far, so good. It's even better than I expected. And if you like unreliable narrators, I think it's going in that direction. So there may be a twist ending or multiple twists coming up as I listen. So we will be linking to that full list. Check it out. Like I said, this is just a sampling of what I followed in my first glance over the list, and we all know that I lean heavily towards the fiction side of podcasting when I listen. And I'm sad to say, but similar to last month, the streaming lists are not quite finished yet, so we will be getting to that in next week's episode. No April Fool's joke here, that really will be happening next week. But that is all we have for you this week. I hope you have a great weekend. Stay healthy and stay safe out there. And we will see you next week. The Agent Survival Guide podcast is a production of Ritter Insurance Marketing. This episode was written and produced by me, Sarah Rupel. Script editing by Tina Lamaru. Artwork by Vivian Zhao. 